Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Let this story from Yorkshire, England be a word of warning. If you're walking into a grocery store, or really any retail establishment, and a couple of teenage boys are standing at the entrance with a pump bottle offering free squirts of hand sanitizer, you might just want to pass. In fact, you definitely want to pass. Because these idiot kids were giving out pumps of super glue. No word on whether or not any unsuspecting shoppers took them up on the offer, but we do know there were a couple of close calls, thus making the moral of the story as follows. If a teenage boy offers to squirt in your hand, just you'll want to just pass each and every time. No doubt about it, Glyph. <laughs> no doubt. I would find it very odd if somebody offered that to me anyway. I don't care what your age is. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you care if I squirt in your hand here? No, I don't want nothing you got. Leave me alone. She was flirting up a storm yesterday with me, Cliff, at the convenience store. Ooh. I know. I don't know who she was. <laughs> just a girl in the, in the store. So was she working? No, in the store? it she was, was just there. We were in line, socially yeah. distanced, six foot apart. Yeah. It's been a while, and so I thought, man, she's coming on with this flirting pretty hot and heavy. And so, Cliff, yeah. I am. Um, I took a check of my wild oats. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I took a check of it. I found out my wild oats have turned into granola, and I just said, "Gotta go <laughs> out the door." Oh. I went. No. <laughs> and then, following the seven o'clock news. Most of us read, during some point of our school career, the uh, Orwellian novel 1984 about one way that society could turn that no one really liked. Some of us say it's doing that already. That and more coming up on the news at 7 o'clock. Is that the story with the pigs? No, that was, uh, <laughs> that was not the story. That's not the story with the pigs? <laughs> no? You mean... You mean uh, Charlotte's Web. That had pigs in it? That had pigs in it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm well, in the wrong there, book, there was, aren't I? There was like an animal. Was it Animal Farm? That's one, there was also pigs in that one. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Yes. Didn't he write that one too? Yes, that's also an Orwell. Novel. Well, I got my Orwells mixed up there. Who, who wouldn't do that on a Friday, Cliff? The one I was specifically referring to was actually titled 1984. Yeah, well, there's no pigs in that one, huh? No, there's there's no pigs. Well, I'm out of that one. If it's I got pigs in it, I'm not reading it. And you mentioned the coronavirus, Cliff, earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yes. saw this today. In yep. New Jersey, uh-huh. they're prioritizing their shots, giving them to smokers first ahead of teachers and essential workers. <laughs> That's <What's>, right. <laughs> I'm not what making state that is this. New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yes. You're a smoker. Yes. You go to, of you, the COVID. You go to the front of the line in New Jersey. You get the feeling this news is brought to you by the uh, delicious flavor of Camel Lights or something like that, Cliff. (laughs) R.J. Winston or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. We, the futuristic dystopian novel that most of us read in school at some point, tells of a government that wields total power over anyone who lives there. George Orwell's 1984 told of a society where there was no privacy, and the main character was known as Big Brother, portrayed in TV screens or video screens that would provide information the government wanted you to see, but they also had an eye on you as well. 
with the advancement of surveillance technology today, one might rightly wonder if we are now, in fact, under the watchful eye of a big brother. And the answer to that is yes, especially if you're in the drive through lane at McDonald's. Because the technology that allows Mickey D's to run two order lanes merging into one pickup window and yet still allow the workers to get the right food to the right car has now been revealed. Apparently, top secret before, a worker has posted video of the extensive network of cameras on social media and how they work. It's all now plain as day. It turns out there's a camera that takes a picture of your car and another that shoots a close-up of you. And they're both recorded on the screen at the cash register. The worker who posted the video wants you to know if you do something in the drive-thru that you'd rather keep private, well, that's not going to happen. And if you picked your nose, then everyone on shift in the kitchen will know by the time you pull to the window to get your food. <laughs> you think everybody gathers around Cliff at the end of the shift looking at the stupid stuff that <laughs> all of us have done? The, yeah. I, I guarantee that's that happens. Yes. <laughs> There's probably a code that they, if if someone sees a nose picker on the video, there's a code that they yell out. You know, come run into red, the kitchen. Red, <laughs> so that by the time you pull up, everyone comes to the window and sees the nose picker. It's a Mick TV is what I would say they got there going. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Come on in. I'm a sucker for those surveys on the uh, Internet cliff. I just can't resist taking them from if I have the time. Oh, you can. I just can't resist it. Do you take them ever or you just skip right every on once past? in a while? I, don't, I mean, I don't do it every time, but if I have a couple of minutes, I'll I'll see what they got. Well, Wednesday, yeah. sitting at my desk, uh, one of them popped up on the screen there, and it was yeah. a survey to see how qualified you are to do your job. And you had to put in your job and blah, 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 and answer a bunch of questions. Yeah. And then it you know, spits out whether or not you're qualified. My test showed pretty well I'm most suited yeah. to be a hostage. Not... <laughs> So if someone's looking for a hostage, Cliff, I'm the I'm the go-to guy on that. I don't know if I want that job or not, Yeah. but that's the job that it said I was qualified to do. <laughs> Cliff's got a message this morning just for you. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Good morning, guys. Nick from Otwell checking in. I'd like to make a request for my good friend Cliff Ingram. I'd like you to play Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. Kind of welcome you back into the uh, fold here, Cliff. Nick I, Rotwell. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not sure how Nick Cromotwell ever considered uh, he and I to be good friends. <laughs> my my. Well, I will say this. Yeah. Nick and I were speaking uh, earlier this week, Cliff. Yeah. And Nick has lost 55 pounds. Really? Congratulations to Nick. Yes. Wow, that's cool. And very cool. <laughs> you know, now that he's lost that weight. Yeah. The back of his thong is going to make it to places it's never seen before. All right. Okay. That's why you guys aren't friends. Right there. That's it. Cliff. Yes. I want to just say that it's no um, it's no small thing what yeah. Nick from Altwell has been able to accomplish. Anybody who's ever tried to lose weight knows. Oh, no. You're, to you're totally right. Absolutely right. Yes. Absolutely. And, yes. uh, you know... I look at him changing his lifestyle a little bit, and of course he has to do that to, to lose weight. Thinking yeah. about myself here, Cliff, maybe it's time that yeah. I did things a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I know that I'm the kind of person that I take a shower before I go to bed. Now, there's a reason for me saying that, okay? So I just didn't <laughs> throw that out there. 
I mean, there's a reason. It's probably information we didn't need to know, but I'm assuming it's going to lead down the road to some form of revelation. I hope so. Yes. Yes. You see, I can't get up early and do that. My house is too cold. I can't stand that. So I always do it before I go to bed. And then I wear a T-shirt and I usually wear the same one several nights in a row because I'm already clean. It's not going to get dirty. But I have begin or begun to notice, Cliff, that yeah. by the third night or so of me putting <laughs> on this T-shirt, yeah, and I'm not making it up at, at all, when I slip the little hole over my head, yes, it smells like a cheeseburger. My <laughs> T-shirt <laughs> smells just like, and I haven't eaten a cheeseburger. <laughs> I haven't had a cheeseburger in I don't know how long. I'm wanting one right now so bad I can't stand it. Yeah. But I'm thinking perhaps, Cliff, if your clothes mm-hmm. start smelling like cheeseburgers yeah. from you doing nothing but sleeping in them, perhaps your body's <laughs> talking to you saying right. you might want to back off on some of the stuff you're doing. <laughs> or maybe I'm it's making just me. cheeseburgers in here. Yes. <laughs> Weed politicians in most states, like Indiana, have either gotten their legislative sessions underway or are about to. And so state senators and state representatives have drawn up bills that they think should become law in each state across the country. And party leaders, like in Indiana, have told their caucus to keep it to a minimum because of COVID concerns. But apparently, not in Oklahoma, where State Representative Justin Humphrey Wednesday introduced House Bill 1648, a simple one-page bill, the text of which reads as follows, and I quote, The Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission shall establish a hunting season, creating annual dates and any necessary licensing fees and other items for said season, unquote. If made law, Oklahomans would legally then be allowed to go out, hunt, and kill if found Bigfoot. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to create a hunting season for Bigfoot. (laughs) No word on what the bag limit would be on Bigfoot if those rules are established. What better way, though, Cliff, than to celebrate Bigfoot than, you know, to try and kill him, yes. And maybe that's why we've never found him, because we've never really tried to kill him. (laughs) We just want to look at him. That's right. (laughs) And I'm thinking there's a lot of men there in Oklahoma hoping this gets passed, because, you know, even though whether they believe in Bigfoot or not, they could tell Mm. their wives, I've got to go. I've already paid for the license. (laughs) That's right. So this whole weekend (laughs) is blown. I'll be protecting you, trying to kill Bigfoot. I yeah. did this as a joke, Cliff. I didn't know this was actually a thing. What's that? One of our friends in Illinois sent a text message in and told me to go to this website, and it's called the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. Well, I've heard of those people, yeah. I had never heard of those. Yeah. And so I looked at Illinois, and I thought, well, let's just try our friends over in Mount Carmel and Wabash County. And I clicked yeah. on it, not anticipating anything to happen. Two Bigfoot sightings have occurred, Cliff, near (laughs) us in Wabash County. Yes. Uh, I never can pronounce the uh, proper name of that woods over there. Beale Woods? Yes, that's it. There's been a a Bigfoot sighting in Beale Woods. In October of 2013. Oh, and it gets even scarier, Cliff. Okay. In October, seems to be a Bigfoot month. Yeah. October of 2010, a close encounter at night. By a motorist near Mount Carmel. <laughs> I'm anticipating that wooded area on 64 yeah. before you get into Mount Carmel. Still over here in Indiana a little bit. That would be where I would think a Bigfoot would hang out. So so you're thinking then 
Bigfoot has crossed the Wabash and is now in Gibson County. I'm thinking so, Cliff. You see, if I'm trapping Bigfoot, that's yeah. where I'm putting my traps, right there in that wooded area. <laughs> you know where I'm talking about. It's kind of creepy whenever you're going through there yeah. just oh, yeah. about it's, dark. It's like kind of, if, it, if it's rained a lot, it's kind of swampy. It's, yeah. Oh, exactly. And what yeah. better place for Bigfoot than in a swampy area? No, you're absolutely right. Now, the one in the woods, Cliff, is a little bit yeah. scary because that one there happened in daylight. Oh, yeah. October of 2013. <laughs> now, I looked up Gibson County, Cliff, and sadly, yeah. sadly, yeah. no Bigfoot sightings here. Really? None. Well, yeah. So I guess my theory of it being here in, you know, in the wooded well, I mean, areas. Just because he's, you know, not been reported doesn't mean he's not here. That's true. You know. It's mm. probably the same thing that's going to happen in Oklahoma. A lot of hairy dudes are going to be shot at out in the woods. That's exactly right. happen. <laughs> Boy, Cliff, the uh, conversations yeah. going on about Bigfoot here in the area. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who knew we were going to set off such a firestorm? No kidding. It is a firestorm on text yeah. messaging. Uh, Michael yeah. swears there is a White River Sasquatch just outside <laughs> of Potoka. Really? He knows it to be true. Hmm. Without a doubt. He has a, Without a doubt. river camp mean? there. Okay. So uh, evidently, Michael has actually seen the uh, White River Sasquatch. i have never Sasquatch. heard of that before. And then Matt says... Yeah. A lot yeah. of folks in his family, yeah. grandfather, great-grandfather, all yeah. have stories of seeing a monster over in Mount Carmel out in the fields. <laughs> okay. Maybe they've been alone huh. too long in the fields, Cliff, because I, I don't believe say, there's... That, that, the drone of the tractor just for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> I, think, I, think it, I think it does things yeah. to you. <laughs> Speaking of monsters, Cliff, and I, I'm sure yeah. he's pretty a, a really nice guy, but his voice sounds monstrous. Who's that? That of course is James Earl Jones. Oh, I mean, he's got a—he's got the voice. Yes. It's just the voice. Yeah. And he turned ninety earlier this yes. week. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm wondering, does this guy have like specially designed resonating underwear that makes his voice do that? <laughs> I don't know if he does, but I—I want a pair of them if they exist. I'm, and you know what, Cliff? When you think about it, yeah, that's not yeah. a bad name for a rock band. <laughs> Say it again, just so I. Resonating underwear. Oh, oh yeah. Now, welcome to the stage. The hottest band in the world. Resonating underwear. Cliff, yeah. let's put the Bigfoot to bed after this right here, okay? <laughs> okay, this, sure. This will be the last of the Bigfoot. We've already okay. got uh, Austin wanting to change his uh, take it to the bank from wild turkeys. Uh, yeah. He's wanting to uh -huh. do a Bigfoot one, but we can't do uh -huh. that because it has to be a true story. Yes. And so I got this call a few minutes ago, Cliff. Okay. Morning, Weed. Morning, Cliff. Hey, Weed, I'm hearing all these guys talking about spotting the Bigfoot. Hey, don't leave me out. I've seen the Bigfoot on 41. Matter of fact, I've seen two or three of them right there at the Windmill Restaurant. All right. Okay. That's First of all, it's not a restaurant, as you well know, Cliff. <laughs> no. <laughs> And they sell donuts there. It's a don't, yeah, it's like a convenience store. You can pump some gas, they've got stuff, and then there's a bakery. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's not a, if you think a bakery is a restaurant, <laughs> you probably need to cut back on the donut. I think so too, yes. <laughs> I feel this morning, Cliff, like I have yes. been touched in some way by the great Wadini. Because, oh, really? yes. 
because really? our take it to the bank this morning, Cliff. Yeah. I'm going mm-hmm. to make a prediction okay. about the upcoming football games this weekend, <laughs> along okay. with yes. the big game a couple of weeks from now. You know the one I'm talking about. I, I do indeed, the yes. one that the average ticket right now is $12,000 <laughs> if you want to attend. The cheap section, 8900 yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. So, Cliff, the great uh-huh. Wadini has touched me, and here I'm going to give my prediction when we take it to the bank, and I oh, bet you okay. I'm going to be right, okay? Okay. And before we get to the take it to the bank, Cliff, this doesn't yeah. happen very often either. I've What's been that? warned by one of our wonderful listeners be careful yeah. mixing the great Wadini with a take it to the bank. It doesn't Uh-oh. go together. So I'm a little <laughs> nervous now about even bringing the whole thing up. But yeah. today's take it to the bank is mm-hmm. a prediction from me, Cliff, based on facts. This okay. week's ball games, yeah. both of them, two yeah. weeks from now, the big game when they determine a champion. Yes. And I'm going to even say, Cliff, Mm-hmm. The entire football season next year in the NFL, okay. none of these games yeah. will end with a score of 7 to nothing. Why would you say that? Because yeah. it's been almost 40 years since the NFL, game, NFL has had a game that ended 7 to nothing. It was December okay. of 83. The Patriots beat the Saints 7 to nothing. And I say that with a lot of confidence, Cliff, because the kickers they have now, you yeah. can just about be at your own 25, and they can come pretty close. <laughs> it, a 50-yard field goal is routine. It's pretty routine now. And years yeah. ago, boy, if you hit 150, you was like the hero. <laughs> so 7 to nothing is not going to happen, Cliff. Okay. I wouldn't well, put I my house that. on it, but you can take yeah. it to the bank. Well, I mean, if you're going to take it to the bank, you should really just bet your house on it. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Anybody else dreaming about winning the Mega Millions later on tonight for $970 million? Is that not astounding, Cliff? Nine seventy. It's been on my mind, I must say. I think it's on a lot of people's minds. And yeah. I was saw this story which reminded me of the Mega Millions, Cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This week, someone with way too much money, like, you know, $700 or $970 million, yeah. bought a rare Pokemon card. For $360,000. Is that not insane? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty well insane. Yes. And I think of that, every time I hear that word Pokemon, I think of a yeah. Jamaican proctologist. I can't help it. I can see them there talking and discussing, you know, what's going on. And one guy looks at his friend and goes, hey. You need to go see the Pokemon. <laughs> you turn around now, bend over. It's time for your Pokemon. Yeah, you need a Pokemon. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Cliff, was there anything said today? Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Morning roadshow phrases of a day. Start with number three. Do you care if I squirt into your hands? <laughs> Hand sanitizer. Or super glue. You pick. Number two. I take a shower before I go to bed. We, that's really, really, really more than we need to know about your personal But life. there was another part of it. <laughs> yeah, the fact that your shirt smells like a cheeseburger. Oh, it's a lovely smell, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Just from sleeping in it. Yes. <laughs> I'm an active sleeper. 
And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Everyone comes to the window and sees the nose picker. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.